Prophet Preetan L. Powell Sr. Thank you so much. We're good. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. We're going to, uh, are we prepared to start with my video? We're going to ask you to draw your attention to the uh, TV screen, and we're going to watch a small clip, it, then I'm going to ask you for your uh, response. Amen. Let's do it. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground come a bumbling crude. Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, California is a place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. Hills, that is, swimming pools, movie stars. The Beverly Hillbilly. Probably the people of... Uh, Stone Age will remember those. That. <laughs> Still watching now? Give me a little air on that side here. How's the temperature? It's fine, good. It's cold outside, Nicole. Um, so, um, how many remember seeing that, that sitcom? Watch it faithfully, still watch it. So far to help these individuals. <laughs> Their mindset is stuck. I wanna, have, I wanna have a moment with you all because I really want us to kind of grasp in the direction that we're, we're gonna have to go in 22 and relating to our mindset. A few weeks ago I started a teaching about following simple instruction. How many remember that? If, if that's going to be a problem, that's fine. Okay. Uh, and when you follow simple instruction, what, what do that mean, to follow simple instructions? Somebody give me an idea. What does that mean, to follow simple instructions? Yes, ma'am. Do what you're told. Anyone else? Yes, sir. To comply. Deacon. Follow to the letter. And, and when following simple instruction, it requires self-discipline. It requires one to evaluate and reevaluate what they're doing and how they're doing it. How many know you could be doing something right, wrong? You be doing something right, wrong. It's right to you, but it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like again the furniture, right to you, but it's wrong according to the instructions. Right to you is the picture on the on the on the box. The wrong is you didn't follow the instruction, and when you sit on the chair and it fall. Now you want a lawsuit. No, you didn't follow the instruction. And life is just like that. It's learning to follow the simple instructions that are given. How many of you um, children of, of parents, grown adults, children of parents have been given simple instructions that you didn't follow? Let's make it everybody. How many have got simple instructions that you didn't follow? How did it work out for you? It, it doesn't work. I'm saying this because in life, 
uh, Brother Digante, is that we always are given opportunity to alter what we've been doing, to make adjustment. And I think what it is a lot of times, we don't like make adjustment. We, we get stuck in our way, we get subtle, we get kind of uh, okay in this position that we're in. And when you get okay in a, in a position or a condition, you become more likely to stay in that condition. It's only when you become uncomfortable with something that you alter this, the situation. This video clip represents uh, a family that uh, was living in poverty. They were living in rural, I say rural America, in the country. And somehow it got discovered that they had oil on their property. Now, the people that discovered the oil said, you know, in the song, Jay, you know, get away from here. You know, you can go somewhere else, you can, you can move to another, another place. Did we turn the air on? Make sure that the heat didn't come on. Let's air. Check the unit. Yeah, because that heat is going to make us feel like hell in here. <laughs> we'll all be doing Nelly. Ain't like y'all heard, never heard Nelly, so don't even pretend like that. Some of y'all played them last week. However, my point is this, is that when it comes to us following SIP instruction, we can make it complicated. Uh, so here the Clampers, they have been given a life opportunity of a life alter change, meaning they are leaving a condition to have a better condition. But the problem with this situation is, if you watch the sitcom, they never change their mindset. They, they, they stay with the same clothing, that same raggedy homemade truck. And even grandma still was cooking possum. And they can afford steaks. They can afford, Kevin, anything they want, they could afford it. He went from a zero there to a billionaire. Didn't know his value, didn't know his worth. And even though we laugh about that today, many of us are in the same mindset. You have transitioned from a low labor condition into a place where only God can have place you. And we still got the mindset of yesterday. You ever heard people say, man, I, 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 I wish things like they would be like they used to be? And don't realize that the way it used to be wasn't the way it's supposed to be? It's a condition. Now, this is going to make offend my Caucasian followers. I mean, I'm not trying to. But if you study history of slavery, and we talk about children born out of wedlock, if you condition a people to do that, that's the condition you got. Understand, slavery was about taking a male factor and making him be a, 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 a breeder. Right. Like a, what they call a stud. You know, so his job was to, to, to repopulate the slaves by having more children. So now you have a man that's been used to have relationship with these multiple women to bring these offspring. Which means he's not conditioned for his own home. He has no value of the woman because he's been used as a horse. So now you say, well, I'll, people should want more. Well, how can you get more when you always train them not to have more? This ain't got to do with the part. It's called reality. And sometimes we as a people, we forget how history has affected people, that who we are. My point of this is, it's easy to say 
Women need to start having children out of wedlock. Easy to say that. But it'd be better to say men need to start putting it everywhere. So women won't be having it out of wedlock. I mean, if you go around having multiple children, not married, then you know you you part of the problem. The condition of history is that slaves have had a mindset that conditioned them to think this is the way it's supposed to be. Even though we're in the 21st century, we some of us still got a slavery mentality, a slavery mindset, and you don't even know it. It's, it's the condition. Somebody say condition. In fact, let's look at the word altering and look at the word mindset. The first word is altering. The word altering means to y'all read it with me. Change. Okay. Very small, but very significant. It's like little by little, it has changed. You ever had some change in your life you didn't realize you had changed? It's very small, but it was very significant. Second word is mindset. Read it. Give me a little, little balls, please. Now here, I've used this phrase in many forms, and I'm glad I didn't get my, my, my tennis balls away. This, each ball represents a mindset, a set of belief that shapes you and I to who we are. Set of belief. Somebody say set of belief. So what mindset I have is based on the condition of my environment that I was shaped in. You are a byproduct of your environment. Only you can alter the environment you came from. Because that's the thing I used to do, I don't do no more. Which means it's an altering of the mindset. But if I, and we're not going to go about so much about the word, but I'm going to just toss some out of the ball. And this, this just represents something related to how we perceive life, how we, oops, sorry, Mother Jackie, how we look at things and how you perceive things and the way you perceive things and how one perceives things is, is, is up to that person. But at the end of the day, it's a matter of perception. Everybody got a different perception. Correct? Everybody got a different perception. And how you condition, oh, watch it, oh, boop, 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 boop. See, some of our perception that we don't pay attention. It's all in the mindset, amen? I got plenty. I'm having fun throwing these balls. I've been wanting to hit some folk for a long time. I'm using scripture to get away with it. So I'm not going to ask you what the words you have on, on your, let's say this is your mindset. But only you know the way you think. And how you perceive things. In fact, let's, let's define the word perception. What does the word perception mean? What is Point of view. Your view. What's that? How you view something. What else? It's, yeah. Can perception be reality? Which could be reality of who? That person. So we all have our own realities based on our perception, based on our condition of how we've been brought up. See, the clampets here were people conditioned to rule America. Because someone living in the country, I mean, they're poor. You know, when you pass by these farmlands in, in, in the South, don't, don't think no folks poor. They're far from it. They only got plenty of money. But my point is this is, the condition that many of us have had is been based on our development. 
the way you've been shaped and formed. If you, if you have a family history of raw-raw mentality, chances are you're going to be raw-raw. I was sharing with my wife, Sandy, um, I understand how her family was confused with her. Because when they may had a certain way of doing things, she did things whole, totally different. You know, when they eat like this, she would eat like this. Like, she had, somebody taught her to be proper. Like, because every time I see Lala, it reminds me of, of Sandy. The reason why the other day Lala says to me, said, Papa, uh, I want to I change your name. She said, I want to call you Papa. I want to call you Papi. <laughs> so my name is Papi. And this is how you know someone controls you. My beard had begun to turn gray. And Lala said, Papa, Papi, you need to be black. So what I do? I get up <laughs> and color the beard. Come back, she said, that's it, Papi. <laughs> it reminded me of a vacation that J.R., Bontavia, Nicole, we went on. Yeah, good thing Bontavia's not in here. <laughs> so we, we're, we're, we're in the car, me and mom and, and uh, J.R. and Bontavia, and I think at that time, who was the baby then? Probably. You cover baby. But somehow, they all, we all wanted to be in the car together. And uh, this young um, um, European, <laughs> what is it? What, what? Australian girl. See, he still remember. See, see, <laughs> see, see, me, I know how to fake it. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. See, that's how you know you're still young and stupid. You, you still remember. You ignorant. <laughs> but anyway, so this girl, she talks in her accent. So Jail, it must have did something to him. So he looks at Bontavis. Can you talk like that? Now you already know. I feel my rage coming on. Vacation change atmosphere. So when he did, I was sitting. I was, I was like, I was like, I, I wouldn't really help him. But have you learned from that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me start. I want y'all going home and have that conversation about it. Yeah, so we'll be forgive and forgetting. So, so. <laughs> I'm using that as an example how many people get shifted in the process of thinking. And many of us, we laugh about things, and you watch television long enough, if you're not careful, you can condition that. It'll change, you have a mindset. Like the news, what do they do? They play the same story over and over again. And before you know it, you keep your perception, and that, that way uh, I call hypnotizing you to a belief system is happening. You keep watching it. Unbeknown to you, you're watching it. Sit down and watch CNN for three hours. Every night in there, throw a little spin on something, a different story, but they play it the same story over again, and you stuck with the same story. So you got this narrative based on what you've been fed. I want to encourage you to change your narrative of your life. 
change the condition the way you perceive things. The way you perceive it doesn't mean it's right. Remember, it's your perception. It's your view. But how many know your view has a lot of time been messed up? In fact, go to the scripture that says cast down your every imagination. I think that's uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 or 5. Uh, someone get that real quickly. Cast down every imagination. Soon you find it, just start reading it. Whoever gets it. I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Have you, anyone got it yet? Okay, go ahead and bring it up to me. King James Version. Yes. Cast out every cast out imagination, every high thing mm-hmm. that exhorts itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, mm-hmm. every thought to the obedience of Christ. So let will it be safe to say that Adam and Eve created a mindset? Yes. Even when they've been told what not to do. And what were they told not to do? Not yield the tree of what? So you're giving simple instructions of what to do and not to do. That everything in the garden is freely to be received and partake of. But this one thing, you don't have liberty to do. From the day that you do this, you shall surely die. Now, the tree of knowledge, good and evil, means it represents the knowledge of know-how of things that were not supposed to be known of to mankind. God already locked that down. But because Adam and Eve had a free will, they changed the course of their life. They altered the plan of God for themselves by partaking of the forbidden fruit. Now, you don't say it was an apple, you don't say orange, just, we just making our mind. Could have been a fig, you know. Fig was very popular in that day, especially in biblical times. They, they ate a lot of fig. In fact, Jesus came to the fig tree to, to see it wasn't nothing there. He cursed it. So, it could have been that. But regardless, they were given instructions of what not to do. But because man has a free will, he made a choice. So even in the garden, man had a free will. He wasn't robotic. He already had a free will to choose. So when we choose opposite what God says, it's our free will that we did that. It's not blaming on the spirit. Spirit led me or I feel in my spirit. No, that's just your will to do. And when you do your will, you're doing what your mindset is set to do. So we got mindset is a set of belief that shape how you make sense of the world. So this is how you make sense of some things. This is how you tolerate some things. This is how you justify some things. Because it, you make it make sense to you. When it doesn't make sense to nobody else. Now my daughter Nita, she talks a lot about mental health. That's one of her, her key factors. Deal with mental health is mental health. And then she's having over the time have helped me understand the difference between mental health versus mental illness. Mental health means what? It's just basically the state of your, your mind. It's the state of your mind, and the goal is to make sure you continue to have a healthy mind. Mental illness is a condition of what? It is something that impacts your mental health. So we all have faced mental health, better improvement, and mental illness. Things that have traumatized us. That causes us to have what you call a, a reverse reaction, adverse reaction. Because when something happens to you that you can't explain, it puts a condition on you. Until you get it off you, it continues to shape you. How many know your past, if it's not dealt with, it'll continue to shape you? 
And everything of the past doesn't mean it had to be uh, uh, horrific, but it's just condition. Right. A condition is a condition. Again, you can take a person that has been brought out of the uh, poverty community and moved to a community where things are good, yet still have a poverty mentality. You, the house has a washer and a dryer, but you still trying to put up a clothesline. Saying it, it's better to get this fresh sun. <laughs> but it's winter. Or you move from a condition where you didn't have, you had an outhouse, then when you go use the better in-house, you still looking for the outhouse. Take someone that's been in prison 15, 20 years of their life. Life conditions have changed. All they know is what they see on television. But by the time they get out, out of the prison system and go into the normal society, they're stuck on the mindset of where they were. Because they've been conditioned. So a condition can happen to anybody. The goal is to, re, to, to recondition or to, to reverse the condition that you're in. To be saved and not delivered is a waste of deliverance. <laughs> I won't be saved and delivered. Because sometimes I feel saved, sometimes I don't. But if I'm delivered, I'm now we maintain saved. It's kind of, we got this new movement. Everybody also want to fight Christianity. This younger generation. Uh, There's the other way to Jesus, other way to God. Why? No, there's only one way to God, through his son. And see, when the devil gets in, he starts working with the mindset. Trying to justify, well, I don't have to really do it that way. That's the old folk way of doing it. I mean, that's some tradition not supposed to change. One tradition is to love that Lord, that God, all that heart, all that soul, and all that might, and to love that neighbor as that self. Those was laws put in place. Of all the Ten Commandments, the two most significant commandments is the first two. Love the Lord that God with all that heart and all that soul and all that might. Let's say know the God before me. If you love me, then you love my people. Can't love God and not love his people. You ain't never seen God. You see me every day. <laughs> and they got an attitude toward me because of whatever reason. It's a mindset. So if you look at your life today, the way it has been formed and shaped, you've got to be dissatisfied. How many got regrets? I mean, if you truly be honest, how many got some regrets? If you can go back and change those regrets, would you change them? Yes. If you can go back and say, no, man, I, I ain't going to do that one. <laughs> hang on, hang on, I'm not going to go there. But how many was told how to do that before you did it? But you had an enemy spirit. Your mindset was, I got to do this. Because it was my belief that, because sometimes, you know, most young people think they're, uh, what's that word? Uh, Invisible, yeah. It ain't going to happen to you. You know, you, you can jump out of this house, rooftop, and you ain't going to break your leg. You can fly like Birdman. Go around tearing your clothes, talking about you the Hulk. Tell my mom I need a new shirt. Boy, you on tour the last one. But because of that, watching that condition, that situation, you feel like you can do it. My point of this is we have to make sure that what we're thinking is right, make sure it is right. Because our thoughts are not God's thoughts. And our ways are not his ways. We have to learn to take on the thoughts of God. 
They learn to take on the ways of God because we are we're so conditioned of doing our will that it's almost hard to do God's will right. because you've been doing your will. How many would say you have done your will long enough? How many would say you've done your plan long enough? And your plan never work out, but you keep doing them. You stop. If you confess and make a profession that all men are sorry, then in your perception, all men are sorry. If you as a man make a perception that all women are, are, are no good, are sorry too, then that's your perception. So you'll never get nobody good. Then you never get the good person. Is it possible that you're not good yourself? Until you learn to appreciate you, you can't appreciate no one else. Until you can put a value on other people, or what, until you put a value on you, you will never value no one else. Oh, y'all learning something. So the condition a set of beliefs that we have all have gotten over the years have shaped us into the form that we are in. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is possibly a new creature. He is a new creature. Old things somehow may pass away. But the mindset that some of them have is that's the way the scripture reads. It's, like, it's the fakeness of the grace message. Do what you want and be saved regardless. You know, God died for everybody. He did, but everybody didn't accept God. Right. Salvation is acceptance. Right. It's a confession. It's an acknowledgement. It is a belief system. But if you get saved and not get delivered, you'll believe the false message of the grace message. Not feeling, reading the whole letter, it says, because grace abounds, shall a man continue to sin. And Paul makes sure he says, God forbid. All we hear is that we say by grace. And that grace means I can do what I want, how I want, because I'm under grace. Well, there are laws of the land that we're supposed to be under. We don't always abide by the law. And when you don't abide by the law, you get caught. It's up to the, the lawgiver to decide whether he lets you go or not. So we, we are saved by grace, but if we're not careful, we'll make that grace become a mindset, a belief that we can do what we want. All we got to do is say, you know, God, you know I'm human. How many know we do wrong because we want to do wrong? Yeah. We lie because we want to lie. Anybody ever lie under pressure? Yes. I mean, you know you, you know you lie. You just you're trying to figure out how you can tell a true lie. <laughs> how how Vern do it? Vern, you get your license. <laughs> what, is, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you trying to not have a turn to drive? Yeah, I'm over here. You know that much where you hear you like that. Come on, boy, say something. Sometimes we think because we don't say something, we, we're not saying something. You are saying something. Depending on how you perceived it. I didn't say I didn't have it. You soon had the heck I said. Sandy called him out. What are you saying, Vern? Which one do you got or not? I'm I'm assuming he didn't have it. See, that was my perception. He didn't have it. She said, no, Vern, be specific. Do you have it or not? <laughs> I tell you, any can come out of anybody. <laughs> so my point of this is, perception is 
becomes to one's reality based on the way you perceive it. Doesn't make his reality the way you perceive it. Um, the Bible said, let your lights what? So shine before men. So here, it'll fit on my head, right? It's something I use when I'm doing my work in the middle of the night when I'm cooking. And it allows me to see. But, see the difference? Now, to you all, if I had started out with this thing on my head, y'all be like, what's wrong with profit? <laughs> see? Smoke and go on to his brain. Are you vaporing, Pastor? <laughs> but if I just came, had this thing on, y'all listen, man, what's wrong? But the Bible says we're peculiar people. So in a place of darkness, I'm the light. I'm the way to opportunity of escape. The condition that we have has been dark. I have the remedy to the situation. But instead of you following my advice, my instruction, you're criticizing my life history. See, perception is what you see that you really don't really see. Because it's where you, you, you look at it. So if I take it off and I just show this as an illustration, y'all say, oh, oh that's it. What, what is that? We spend more time trying to figure out what it is and, and try to come up with a revelation. If I had it, I would do it like this. If I had, see, you're not the illustrator. See, that's the mindset. You, you would have had, I would have did this really different. My point is, is the light represents what we're supposed to give off to the world, which means our lifestyle, which is a condition. So, therefore, if it may be in Christ, here's a new what? So, we all are going through a newness phase of development. In growth, some grow faster than others, and some grow in time. At the end of the day, we're all going to grow, but you got to be willing to grow. So as a believer, you're supposed to look peculiar. You're supposed to look out the box, but you ain't supposed to act like you're out the box. What I mean by that is you don't have to act religious, just live righteous. So the condition is simple. It's the what's been put in position that need to be changed. Give you an example. Say you decided today I'm no longer going to live the way I've been living. You get around and you tell certain people that in your circle. They say, man, girl, don't waste your time. Live your life. You only got one. But you're already trying to alter your, your mindset by doing things better and different. If you keep hanging around the same people who are telling you it's okay to be the way you are and don't change, you'll get stuck. And you'll be more receptive of them conditioning you versus God reconditioning you. How many know when you hear truth, truth makes you, it offends you? You ever went to someone you told them to tell you the truth and they told you the truth, you got mad? Now, Timothy, what do you think about me? <laughs> Timothy, you see, have I lost weight? <laughs> we'll ask for truth, but because we have a mindset, we really don't want the truth. 
Because when the truth is told, it always deals with that reality of where you are and what you, what you say you are that you're really not. Yes. And when we don't want the truth, don't ask for it. Right, right. If you ask, can, you, can you be honest with me? Or can I be honest with you? If you, if you don't want to accept honesty, then don't ask for honesty. Can we, can we talk? Can we have a conversation? If we can't have a conversation, don't say, can we have the conversation? Because the conversation means we're going to talk about some stuff that you may not feel comfortable with. But all to be delivered, you got to talk about the stuff that you're not comfortable with. Right. See, if your mindset is always justifying not having the conversation, you're never going to have the conversation. Y'all know what I mean by that conversation? What do I mean by that? Say, say it again, Sister Hogan. Get down to bitty. We're back to get down to nitty gritty. Let's talk real talk. And most people don't want to do real talk because real talk means you got to deal with your mindset. And that's the part we all challenge, we are challenged with. We don't want to alter the mindset. We want to stay the way we are. We want to be the way we are. I was born like this. Who told you that? You know, that this is where I am. Who told you that's where you are? If you don't hear outside information that will make you better, you're never going to do better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, baby hug. Don't say out of the mouth of baby, not today, son. <laughs> See, that's a mindset. I'm going to describe <laughs> So a change of call to change in a character composition, typically in a capacity. And then I, I really like mindset. Let's say the word mindset and, make, and look at the word set. The word mindset is a set of belief. That shit, how you make sense of the world. Let's look at the word set, S-E-T. What does the word set means? Anybody can do that and look it up for me real quick. It's set in the past. Okay, I got it. It says, uh, to set means to put, lay, or stand something in a specific, specified place or position. That's set. Y'all get it? Mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. The word set by itself, separate from mind, is to put, lay, or stand something in a specified place or position. Situate or fits in a specified place or position. Think about it. So you take the word set and you put it with the word mind. Mind is part of the belief system. You put set there. Now it's conditioned to be a position as far as the way we see things. Or we, 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 we get stuck there. We, pos we position this here. If you ever met an OCD person, very difficult to live with. Am I right about it, Prophet Sam? I'm very complicated to live with. I acknowledge that because of my OCD, but that really is an excuse. It's a mindset. I want it to be my way. How many know we all have a tendency to do that? Yeah, you got OCD. You, you want to have things your way. You want to set the way you want to set it, and you want to, you want to stay just like that. Knowing that the way you got to set it is wrong. That's when you know it's a mindset and mental situation. Telling you this is not the way to do it, but you, you condition yourself to do it that way. Like cinnamon chicken. You just can't. It's a family thing. My point is this is, 
if you don't change the mindset, you're stuck in the set. If you don't change the mindset, you'll be stuck in the set. If you don't change the mindset, you'll be stuck in the set. You, you condition it, you, you, you position it just right here, knowing that the Bible tells you that we are supposed to do it differently. So therefore, if you may be in Christ, he is what? A new creature, old things pass away. That means conditions, the way you have perceived things, the way you think about things, the way you treat people, the way you act, all those are supposed to change and therefore if any man be in Christ. If you are in Christ, it means you should be evolving into him. And when you evolve into him, you no longer do you. But if you still doing you, that means you already absent him. I mean, no, we've done a lot of things without God. But when it didn't work out, God, what you going to do? God needs you to come through. I know you can do it. Like you're going like to reassure, reassure God. He's God. See, that's a mindset. You're going to confirm God that he's God. Only for your benefit. And a lot of times we do things for our own benefit. That's the mindset. It's about me. It's about what I want, what I need, what I desire. If it don't go the way I want, then it's a, it's a problem. That's a mindset issue. If you marry a person just like you, you know you're in hell of a trouble. Y'all heard me? How many know you can't afford to marry nobody just like you? But we try to. See, I want you to be like me. No, you already know you messed up. So you try to mess me up too? No, that's the devil. See, relationship is not based on being comparable in all things. Right. Only comparable that should be is your relationship with God. Separate personality, separate way of doing things. Yeah. Oh, y'all learned something. So each tennis ball that each individual have, it is their, it's their purpose of life or their most reasonable service in life is to condition their own mind. And the way your mind becomes altered, Nicole, is when you spend time reading the manual, which is the word of God. It's only when you and I apply the word is when we start altering our mindset. The less you read the word, the more you find yourself in trouble. The less you study the word, the less you pray. The less you study, the less you see you. To be carnal mind is death. Without being in the word, you become carnal. How many had a season of highness in Christ? You was on five ago. Oh, hallelujah. Yay, glory to God. Everybody had you win. Somewhere you got into your old mindset again and condition that you start putting more value on your salvation. You became comfortable. And the Bible says, "Well, to him, they take comfort in Zion. You cannot take comfort in your salvation. You can't take, when I say comfort, I mean, you can't take ease in your salvation. You got to work at this thing. He said, work at your soul salvation with fear and trembling. Otherwise, constantly you got to work at this. So this quarter, you may be doing good. The next quarter, you may, you, you're heading straight to hell. How many have had some good days in Christ? How many had some good moments? How many felt like you was on top of the world? How many felt like you was at the bottom of the bow? 
only because somewhere in the process you stop doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, if you're going to be in this thing, you're going to be better at this, you got to get into it. And it can't be just a fallback. It's got to be your lifestyle. You got to have a lifestyle to be saved. You got to want to be saved. You got to want to do this. You got to want to be different. Because the old mindset is always trying to be the old man in a new system. How many know you cannot live in the 21st century living in the days of pilgrims, the pilgrim days? Otherwise, when, when, when they claim they discovered America, you, you, can't, you can't do that. You got to evolve. You have to evolve in the time we're living in. What worked yesterday, last week, don't work this week. This day's of faith is not the same day as yesterday's faith. You got to continue to evolve in it. But if you don't continue to get into this, you'll become settled in your walk with God. And now, what was once classified as darkness, you now understand it. Only time you understand darkness is when you're in it. Only time you can understand except sin is when you're in it. If you ain't living in darkness, you, don't, you, you can't understand it. I don't understand why y'all keep doing this. Well, because you ain't living like that. But when you start doing that again, now you understand. Now you start finding scripture to justify your understanding. You know, I'm saved by grace. I don't need to go to church. I don't have to. I still Jesus. I had Jesus. He ain't, in, ain't, ain't in the building. You'll take what I said about, you know, about coming to the building and make that your new revelation. I ain't got to go to the building to be saved. But you ain't living saved in the building you, you live at. Nobody yet come to, to the big house. Nobody call it the house of God. See, the house of God is the place where you reference God. Sometimes we say we reference God at home. We really don't. Because we watch everything we can on TV. To become your house. <laughs> become the house of God. It's, all, it's a symbolic of God's presence. So, it's a mindset that we have, if we come into church, we can do it right in the building, but outside the building, we don't do it right. We condition ourselves. We shaping ourselves that when I'm among the believers, I'm good. When I'm not among the believers, I'm bad. But maybe you stay among the believers more. How many of you know we get about association? Now, you didn't commit a crime, but you, you was present with them. See, the thing about life is, even though I didn't say it, but because I didn't say something, I'm just as guilty. When George Floyd was killed by that wicked officer, three other officers were standing by. We made them just the equivalent of, of wickedness because nobody stopped them. It's like condition. I see the situation, but I'm not going to say nothing. You're just as guilty. In fact, the Bible says, cry loud and spare not. If you see your brother in error, you're supposed to correct them. All the time you start correcting them when they tell you to leave them alone. I believe we never really grow up. We're always going to need conditions of a child mindset to be teachable. When the day you can't be taught is a mindset. The day you think you know it all is a mindset. And the truth to be told, you don't know it all. We all are growing in grace, but not grace to live in mess. I'm teaching, guys. Y'all waiting for a scripture? Okay. What's on this, on this paper? See, you see that? See their uh, perception? Somebody said nothing. 
Somebody say lime. Somebody say yellow. <laughs> Somebody say black. I ain't say all right. I ain't say the frame. I, I said, what's on this paper? And the correct answer was nothing. The correct answer was blue lines. See, it's the perception. What, is, what that phrase is, a half glass, half full? Yeah, half empty. It's your perception. You know, give me a full glass of water. So I give you the water right to, almost to the top. I say a full glass. I can't give you a full glass. I give you a full glass. It's going to run over. It's the perception. How many can say, I need to alter my mindset? Let me see your hand. Because we do. The day that you don't think you need to make any changes, you already messed up. Even in your best state, Solomon said, in his wisdom, it's still yet vanity. You can be thinking you're on the right path, and God knows you'll be on the wrong path. That we got to thank God for grace. Thank God for grace that when you was in a crazy position, place, God still protected you, preserved you. Because we all have made some stupid decisions. Since we've been saved, I'm not talking about when you once again, that's irrelevant now. We're talking about since you are saved, you made some bad choices. All based on the mindset. You know, I was, I was uh, coming out of the grocery store where well, my investment is. I get my money to go to the store. So I'm coming out of the store, and I know that you felt somebody following you. Their eyes was following you. So it was two nice-looking young women. And uh, they were looking, they were talking. So I all of perceived that he was talking about me because I'm a good-looking brother. So, you know, I get him, get him big black, the truck. You know, they, they still looking and smiling. So all of a sudden, one of them did like that at me. I said, oh, good God Almighty. <laughs> See, their perception was I probably was available. I was single. And the moment I was single, I was by myself. <laughs> but I wasn't available. See, y'all didn't catch that. It, is the heat on? Is that? Okay. I'm why the Holy Spirit revealing that one. Why I got you that as an illustration. So, so I'm sitting in the truck. The young lady, she, she winked out at me. You know, I got nervous. You know, my mom said, is this a setup or what? You know. So... So she went out at me, and I'm looking at her. I, I'm trying to figure what I need to do. Uh, and, anybody ever been in that position? Ain't like JR now. <laughs> so, she, so she went out at me, you know, waiting for a response. I, I looked at her, and I just, I just backed the truck and said, Thank you, Jesus. Because if I was the old mindset I used to be, I would take that as an opportunity. Married or single. But the mindset I have <laughs> is that that's not me no more. Right, right, right. You can wink and blink. That is no longer me anymore. <laughs> because the condition of my mind is different. Because I could have been a wink. How you doing, man of God? Never know. 
I try to use it. I'm not justifying, I'm just saying, in the mindset that people have, if I wasn't representing who I was, when who may not know me, I still was the pastor. Let's take the time, I'm still a man of God. So my man of God position is my mind, I'm not going to go there. Because it's not worth my soul's salvation. See, a lot of times we don't recognize when the enemy is trying to set you for failure. And you never know who knows who. Are you learning something? And plus, I had to go home. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have duck conversation for the next five years. Duck conversation. How many of you had a where you couldn't explain? Okay. <laughs> I, was, I, thought, I thought we got over that. <laughs> no. Don't have the conversation again. All right, let's get to the scripture. <laughs> Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9. This is a very important revelation here. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither your ways my ways, said who? The Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my what? Ways. Higher than what? Your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, your thoughts are not even my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say they couldn't become. He didn't say they couldn't become. He said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. But what the goal is for your thoughts to become like the thoughts of Christ. Think about how what you do and what you say, how it's going to affect other people. When we put ourselves in a position the way Christ wants us to be and act, we won't hurt people. You'll literally do the Bible, say, doing us as you have done to you, is that you have the mind of Christ. When you start having the mind of Christ, you, you have now altered the way you would normally do things. We've already said, stated in this room, there are some things that we did once, we won't do no more. There's things we once done, we have no desire to do it no more. That's something we have done. If we're not careful, we will do them again, which is a mindset, which goes to the scripture, catch on every imagination. So when a thought comes to your mind, you have to alter the, the, the thought. You got to change the course of the thought. Remember, that very thought can be the thought of your demise. You don't, you don't say everything you think. Well, you thought about it, you might well did. No, I thought about robbing the bank, but I ain't do it. Because let know there's a consequence behind. See, I altered that thought. She would count that money. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Looking at all the tellers. Like, you know, get suspicion of my own self. Ooh, I better watch myself. You ever seen that grab and snatch and grab? My point is this is, if you're not careful, if you stay long in a position looking at something, you'll find yourself, condition yourself to do something. And I thought about it, so I might want to do it. I thought about, you know, you know, uh, being a dragon slayer. <laughs> Don't want to find yourself to be slayed. <laughs> no, you got, no, you got a different name, you know. My point is, we all thought of doing stuff that is just far, far from who we really are. Yeah. 
That's why I tell you guys, be careful what y'all watch on TV. Y'all think that stuff real. For acting, getting paid big money. And you believe it and you start acting the same way at home. I mean, anything you watch long enough, you eventually start doing that. That's why you be careful what you watch. It has an effect on you. It alters your mindset. You know, it's amazing. We argue about a vaccine, but have no argument about vaporing. Come on now. Ain't did no study on, on the vaccine, but they ain't did no study on the vapor. You just vaping like you don't vapor out of, out of the world. They got sops sitting all over town. You can't go down, but except a vaccine spot, you can't, oh, can't go there either. <laughs> it's a mindset. We try to put a condition on what we want to do versus what we're supposed to do. And we have no argument. We have no legitimate argument of why we don't sh- shouldn't do certain things. Only because it's a mindset. It's what we want to do. Anything you want to do, you're going to do it. I don't care what law they put on the bus. If, you are, if you're going to do wrong, you're going to do wrong. But if you have an alternate of a mindset, in Christ, what you could have done, you don't do it because you don't want to do it. See, the thing about life is I have a choice to make. And my choice is results, result of my, of my, see, the choice that I made brought the condition that I'm in. But no one made me make that choice but me. It's like choices are set before, he said, I said before you, they blessings and curse. Which one are you going to choose? He said, but choose the blessings. Choose life. But what many times we choose because of our mindset, we choose the condition, we choose the bad thing. I'm, I'm gonna take my chance, you know. I just, you know, I'm gonna take a risk, you know. It's just, you know, you know. How, how many know? You, how many have taken chances? You know, you, my, I, I know it's wrong, but I, I, gotta, I gotta go for it. Not only get a condition that you wouldn't have gotten if you not went for it. Come to church. Oh, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't talking about that going for it. It's amazing how we got to sway people to come to church, persuade people to come to church. But we we got to persuade you to do wrong. I got to be mean. See, that's a mindset. I got I to do me now. I've done everything but me. All you've been doing is you. And get mad because somebody called you out on it. How many ever got mad when somebody corrected you? You butt wrong. They, they, they correct you. That's that mindset. Tell me when I'm wrong. <laughs> I tell you wrong. Start doing Leo. Moon Leo. He didn't hear that from Bonnie. Anyway, even our kids uh, condition mindset based on parents. The way you live in the presence of your children, your children would one day mimic that. Yeah, yeah. Kids are very bright these days. You was bright in your day, correct? So if you were bright in your day, you don't think your kid brighter than you? With all the technology they got, you don't think they they keep be running circuit right around you with all these symbols? Thank you, Lord Jesus. And sometimes y'all need to study these symbols that these kids be posting. Yeah. Anybody need them? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sending symbols that other folks send. It's the wrong symbol. 
I thought it meant sweat. I ain't know it meant something else. I know she got quiet. She respond for a minute. She gonna call tell, call tell mama. Mama, dad, I don't think dad realized when he sent me. I said, oh Lord, what's it what? Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing she did because out of my ignorance, I'm sending this. What is it? The one like a little water. You know about it? Can you move on? I move on. Yeah. But I didn't know. I did not know. I know she felt like, oh, what? Then when I found what it was, I said, oh, God. Yeah, trying to try be young. Seven in the morning. Baby said, babe, come here. Come here. Why? I said, come here. I said, what? And I didn't know how to call it. Oh. And this our son, I said, Chai, you ain't want to speak to him. <laughs> well, I, I got a dirty old man with warrant. Oh, Lord Jesus. Anyway, friends, the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Look at 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 and 17, through 17. This is uh, very encouraging here. It says, verse 15, says, And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And the servant said unto him, Allah is my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that are there be with us are more than they that be with them. This is probably Elijah talking to the young, the young prophet Elijah. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. No, that wasn't Elijah. He was talking to the young man. He said, I pray thee, open what? That he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around by Elijah. So the prophet is saying, Lord, open his eyes that he can see. Because what he was seeing was not what really was there. And many times in life, we are seeing things that are really not there. It's more for you than it's against you. Yeah, yeah your condition is speaking one thing, but God said their condition is not as bad as you think it is. Who report what you believe? Otherwise, I see more than what you see. And because I see more than what you see, what you need to say, Lord, open my eyes that I can see. Because all the time we see it, we see it when it's in our favor. But can you see it when it's not in your favor? Can you still believe God when it's not working in your favor? Otherwise, my perception of God and my mindset, if he don't show up, he's going to show up someday. My mindset, if he don't come through today, he'll come through tomorrow. That's the mindset that we ought to have in God, that when it doesn't work today, it's going to work out tomorrow. How many have had some bad conditions since you've been saved? How many have had some bad moments since you've been saved? But those moments should have not defined you. It's a part of your process. If your mindset is that even though he slay me, because we made a confession, though he slay me, yet I trust him. As soon as you start getting slayed, Lord, what's going on? Are we just quoting scriptures? Or do we believe what we're saying? 
No, everybody in a job. Some of us can't afford a job experience. So, he, so the prophet said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. So what I'm trying to do as your man of God, say, Lord, open their eyes that they can see. I see it. I see the outcome of where we are. I believe we stay the cause. God's going to bless us even more. And bless us more is not you get a new house, new car, new job. Bless you more. I mean, Lord, I have a condition of my mindset. I'm saved. Now you get to a place in life when you really get this thing, you really catch hold to salvation. If you don't get a promotion, you're good. Because you say, you know what? Maybe God, seriously, but evidently God got something better for me. See, that's the mindset. But when you don't have the right mindset, you start going for the laws of the land. I'm going to sue them for discrimination. But then fail to realize you weren't ready for it. Right. See, something we're not ready for. Some position like we're not ready for. Are y'all catching this? Because, see, with a righteous mindset, you're able to convince yourself and you have persuasion of yourself that God's going to work this thing out. The light bill do, but God's going to provide. But acknowledging the light bill is high because you took the money and did something different with it. How many had the money to pay the light bill, but you had a full amount? So instead of taking the amount that you got to pay what you can, you took the amount that you got and went and party. It's Friday night and the light's going to be out. No, you should have been saying it. But the mindset was, well, if I don't have it, I'm not going to enjoy life. But I mean, the only way you enjoy life for the moment, you got to go back and face life with the reality of what it is. And once you experience that, it's a testimony. I can take you out. Don't do that. Pay some on it. No, if it's, how much that gas you got that day? Was, was it 75 cents? $3.20. Yeah, that's just enough to get from one answer to the next. How many of y'all remember doing that? Put $3 on it. And this, this is another mindset. Check this out. The mindset of buying used tires. No, they're just as good. No, they're not. They recap, they're going to fall off. Oh, they, at one time, they were just they were putting oil on making it look like they were new. And we think we get something for nothing. You don't get the distance of the mile because they use tires. All right. And people cater to where you are. You just get a new set of tires. It's only uh, 129. Man, I can get a whole set for 55. <laughs> But a brand new set, guaranteed for so many miles, but you're going to sell for them for $55. Just, how many will say that? It's just as good. Yeah. 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 Every person is just not just a good. You need a good, good thing in your life. And he said, open his eyes that he may see. Somebody say, see. see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. He saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and, and, and fire around about Elijah. Elijah had what he needed. God is saying, if you change your mindset, you already have what you need. See, mindset has such an impact in our lives that we condition ourselves to do the thing we're not supposed to do.
you know, when it comes down to how we treat people, it's a mindset. And how we see people is a mindset. Because we'll judge people. We, we just naturally judge each other. It's human nature. We just naturally judge something. When someone says, you all got a conclusion. You don't even know the story. You don't even know what's going on. You just got a perception. You just got an idea. Your idea of it is not, it's not it's factual. So we will naturally sit back and judge a matter. Though the Bible says here conclusion of the whole matter, we're going with part of the matter. And we make a full conclusion on partial information. On the find that you didn't do a fact check, was that true or not? It's like on Facebook. Some of them keep posting stuff that ain't true. How many of you can have your own truth that's not true? That's a mindset. It's what you believe. If you believe everything's a conspiracy, you can, if you Google conspiracy, everything's a conspiracy. Everybody can create conspiracy. You know, this has been, this has been the last two years of conspiracy. But ain't nobody talking about a conspiracy if we're going to go to hell they don't change. <laughs> that's not a conspiracy. Every, every time someone dies, rest in peace. They got their, they earned their wings. The feathers came off the, the, the angels. <laughs> Foolishness. And if you try to tell them it ain't different, they're going to argue about it. Somebody about says, you know, son, he said, just shake the dust on your feet and move on. Sometimes we don't know how to move on for some people. If we're talking crazy, just move on from them. Just say, okay, well, uh, I pray for that, that, that uh, uh, um, beat down angel. I mean, he keeps losing fella, he ain't gonna be able to fly. <laughs> then you ask him, well, if, 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 it, if it's a fella from an angel, how you can uh, what's the word, authenticate that? How can you validate that? It's, a, it's, it's really from an angel? You angel study? Studier? Now, all these birds <laughs> flying in and out of the, the city. Doing naturally shedding feathers, you're going to claim that's an angel feather. I don't think an angel feather be about this big. It'd be humongous. You bring in this little uh, sparrow feather. <laughs> Discrediting the power of God. Yeah. He, he warfare. He brought your warfare feather. No revelation, no interpretation of it. I got my angel fella. Hallelujah. You still broke. Still hurt. Still disgusted. But you got your feather. Okay. I love you still. It's not, I'm a burn my sage. Sage burners. Yeah, that's a mindset. We think we can do all these human-created ideas, they're going to move God. What moves God is obedience. When you learn to submit to the authority and the word of God, you now become the righteous of God. When your mindset now is, I'm going to do it God's way and not no longer my way, now you have cast down your imagination, you cast down your will and your purpose, and you say, God, I can take on your purpose and will for my life. You come back. Oh, y'all learned something. For the sake of time, we're going to pick up next Sunday.
But you got to catch up to this. If you're going to change the mindset, if you're going to alter it, it starts with you. Don't look at my, my failure, my shortcoming. Look at your own. Sometimes we try to fix people who don't want to be fixed. And you got some people, it's not their desire to be fixed. Some people like the way they are. That's their mindset. Why are you trying to alter it? You got enough trying to take care of you. He didn't tell you to work out their soul self. He said for you to work out your own. You're so busy working them out, you don't fell out. So busy trying to save them, now you ain't saved no more. Because you understand how they feel now. Because you're like, ah, yeah. How many know that people will justify you in error? When you're in darkness, darkness compliments darkness. There's no compliment in light to darkness. It's not received or perceived that way. In order to do better and to become better, you have to have a better mindset to do better. You can live in a dungeon or you can live in a palace. You can live well or you can live beneath well. It's all about the mindset. Until you alter the mindset, you're not going to change. I always use this young man because he's a prime example of altering of the mindset. He's my son, Eonte. Testimony, you heard many times before. That's an altered mindset. Does he make mistakes? Have you made mistakes? Who hasn't? But the alter the mindset is, I'm not the person I used to be. So I can either justify doing the things I'm doing now based on my environment, my association. How many know sometimes you got to cut the association? You got to cut the ties. No, that's my family. Well, if your family crazy, you need to cut your family. <laughs> what I mean by crazy, I mean they're determined to be the way they are. You got to alter that thing. Only when you want to do better is when people find a problem with you. If you're doing the same dogs that they're doing, you're good. But when you start separating yourself, you start walking the right, daughters have a problem with you. If you're really doing this right, they'll start doing what? They don't want to call you anymore. Sometimes we call up stuff. You ever had a dream? You say, Lord, I, I rebuke that dream. I want, they no, don't let them come back in life. <laughs> I want you to think about this. Those that have the, the, your, your tennis ball, throw it in the air like this. But catch it. Make sure you catch it. And the only way you're going to catch this is you got to keep looking at it. Now, do me a favor. When you throw it this time, close your eyes. Okay, majority of us dropped it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have your sight on it. And what the devil wants you to do is take your sight off God. Take your sight off what God can do and what God would do. In other words, don't open up your mind to receive what God has for you. We can't afford to be blind in the time we're living. We can't afford not to do things better. We cannot afford not to just can't afford just to stay where we are because if you stay the way you are, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on what God really has for you. You know, you ever seen people do this arm wrestling thing? And, and is it competing to win? The devil is competing against God for your soul. You could be in the church building and the devil's still trying to get you. Your security is when you spend time in the word and you keep your mind renewed. Renew your mind in the things of God. Yes. Renew your mind in the things of God. Yes. Every head bow. Father, I believe today 
that in our renewing of our mind, we change, we alter the plan of the enemy. For when we're weak, we're strong. When we feel at the bottom, you, you say, you, 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 you lift us. When hopelessness sets in, you give us hope. When depression sets in, you give us healing. When we don't know how to make the right decision, you give us choices to make. I believe that today there are men and women all over this building, children, that needs to alter some thoughts of their mind. Of making better choices, better decisions. Not repeating history. I pray that you would show yourself to them in a unique way that they need you most in their thought. In Jesus' name. If you are battling with, uh, you need to alter some of your thoughts, your mindset, I want you to stand to your feet. If you need to, some mindsets that need to be altered, need to be, be shifted for the better, I want you to stand to your feet. I'm not going to ask you exactly what it is, but I believe that all of those things to kind of go to a different plateau, a different position, you got to let go of them. You got to literally tell you, say, you know what? I'm not going to let that thought become my, my, my reality. I could easily do that. I could easily say that. But because I know better, I won't do that. So I want you to take your hands that stood and place on your head as a symbolic of faith and say, Lord, this thought that needs to be altered is being altered now. I'm not a failure, but I'm successful. I'm not defeated, but I got victory. I'm not a liar. I walk in truth. I am who you say I am. And in this mind that you wonderfully created, I'm going to use it for your glory. I'm not defeated. I'm not overtaken. But I'm an overcomer. In Jesus' name. Give God a hand clap of praise. Come on.